America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 201 affiliate strong because we now have WGBS AM in Largo, Miami, Florida. We're pretty happy to welcome them on board. I want to thank Al Christopher, program director there, for putting us on. We're happy to be on WGBS AM in Florida. Once again, now we're up to 201 stations. Thanks to all of you. You know, the other thing that's going on, and I talk about this on most of the shows, is our podcast platform. As my cameraman behind us, Dave Thiessen, is moving around showing what we're doing here in studio. That podcast has gotten really, really popular. We are on 14 podcast channels, Amazon Music, Apple, Odyssey, Google, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Pandora, Rumble, RSS Feed, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn. Those are all the ones we're on in addition to YouTube. It's averaging, well, so far we got 61,175 downloads, and that's about a month and a half old. So there are an awful lot of you paying attention to these programs. So when you hear one of these shows, if you want to tell somebody about it or pass it along, or you just like going up on the podcast and listening, they're all posted up there, um, and they're also all posted up on YouTube. So we're very happy to have you on board. Um, If you are chronologically challenged and you're looking for Medicare, we're getting to this Medicare open enrollment season. You can always call the good folks at RPS Benefits by Design, 877-385-2224. The lovely Joyce Thompson or Carol Lee Steele are both experts. They're more than happy to help you. Um, And if you're just looking for something, I don't care where you're at in the country. You can be in Arizona. You can be in San Bernardino. You can be in Largo, Florida. But if you need help, they're happy to help you. Uh, Additionally, if you're looking for employer-sponsored health care, Maria Allers at RPS Benefits by Design is also an expert and has a host of resources and things she can show you to make a difference. All right, so we're doing a show today uh, with Gavin Quinez, and Gavin is the CEO and founder of U.S. Health Center. So welcome to the show, Gavin. Thank you very much, Kerry. Glad to have you on. Now, you know, and what I try to do on this broadcast is I try to bring things to the forefront, people, programs, companies that do things that are cutting edge things that impact healthcare and healthcare costs. So this show is about that. Now I'm going to read you a piece out of the Wall Street Journal from September 8th real quick, and that'll frame up what we're going to do today. So the, the headline here is employers' health plan costs to swell. Health insurance costs are climbing at the steepest rate in years, Some with some projecting the biggest increase in more than a decade will wallop businesses and their workers in 2024. Cost for employer coverage is expected to surge 6.5% for 2024. Such a boost could add significantly to the price tag for employer-sponsored plans that already average more than $14,600 a year for each employee. Employers worry the hike will signal a new trajectory with health costs resuming their rapid upward market through the 2000s. All right. So there have been multiple articles in the Wall Street Journal and other newspapers and other publications about this. The problem is, this is the problem, okay, is we know the costs are going up. How do you contain the cost? That's why I have Gavin Quinez on here today. So a little bit about Gavin. Gavin serves as the chairman and CEO of U.S. Health Center. He is responsible for the day-to-day operations of the company. Uh, he was He's a trained engineer and management systems. Mr. Quinez started his career developing artificial intelligence. Aha! 
And you're going to find out why that's important as we talk today. He worked in the aerospace industry before co-founding U.S. Health Center. That's the name of his company. Mr. Quinn has operated a consulting company for quality, safety, health, and life science. His largest client was IBM. I think this guy knows his way around the block a little bit. So, welcome. We're very happy to have you. You heard me set this up, Gavin. So, the frustration is that employers are sit there every year, and they have these issues to deal with, and they're looking for solutions, and oftentimes there aren't a lot of solutions. So what winds up happening is that they're, they're, they're seeing these continued escalating costs, but they don't know how to get them under control. Now, what we're going to talk about today with U.S. Health Center is exactly the tools that you have that help them do that. But before we get to that, this is very frustrating. It's frustrating for the employer. It's frustrating for the broker. It's frustrating if you're a TPA manager, uh, third-party administrator. So the, 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 what do you see as the root causes this, that, that we continue to see this climbing escalation in terms of costs? Oh, well, that's a two-hour conversation, of course. And, uh, we only have an hour. so we... <laughs> <laughs> Just that question. Yeah. I, I think it's summed up in the fact that the root of the root is as with any problem, it's just kind of rotten at the core. The motivation to reduce cost is, uh, in this case, in the hands of the consumer, i.e. the member, i.e. the employer, sometimes the association plan sponsor, and yet they're not the ones that are controlling the cost. They're a client. And, and it really has to go back to, as in any other commercial enterprise, the cost containment has to happen at the source. And in this case, the source is really twofold. One, you've got the insurers, and secondly, you've got the providers. And they're controlling the cost in a couple of different ways. Number one, in their world, utilization and expensive claims make them more money. So if you've got a $100,000 heart attack, you make less money than if you have a $300,000 heart attack. The same for cancer. Uh, those same claims, uh, medical events, medical claims, uh, both are the bane of the medical plan, the employer-sponsored plan. We call them shock claims as well as those that tend to be the greatest impact in ruining a given individual and family's life. So the whole goal should be centered around those, you know, fixing those problems. And unfortunately, the way the pharmaceutical industry, the way the insurers, the way the providers are paid does not align with that goal that is ultimately what their clients, us as consumers and us as business owners need. Yeah, and the problem is, Gavin, there's no motivation to change it, okay? And, and I'm, and I'm going to drill down a little bit on this. Before we went to ACA and before we had the government step in and really, in a way, take over the largest part of healthcare in this country, um, that's the small group plans, individual health insurance plans, you had carriers that had programs to motivate people to be healthy, to, to change their habits, to do certain things. That all went away. It went away with under the elimination of underwriting, and it went away with all the issues that dialed in on Obamacare. And now, basically, the insurance carriers are like utility companies. The government tells them what they can charge and how much they can make in profit and go from there. The people that aren't regulated with that 
with that uh, that issue are the hospitals and the providers. So when you see a hospital charging 300% of Medicare and you see another hospital like Oklahoma Surgical Center, so let's just take an example. If you're talking about doing a hip replacement and that hip replacement is $127,000, okay? But you can go to Oklahoma Surgical and get it for $44,000, the exact same surgery with the exact same implementation, equipment, etc. at a hospital that has one of the highest ratings and, and efficiency ratings in the country, as well as, you know, no reinfection rates and all the rest of it. Their outcome-based ratios are off the page. How is that that one, one hospital is charging $127,000, and here's Oklahoma Surgical over here doing it for 44000 or 50000 Gavin? Well, part of it is that healthcare is, of course, generally felt to be local. And, and of course, as a, as a member of this economy, I want things to be as local as possible. We want to put the money in the tax base that's in our backyard. However, when you have these disparities, Kerry, you've got to think about centers of excellence. And that's the same situation we have in any commercial situation. However, in many cases, out of network means the other side of town, the other side of the country. And so to your point earlier, we are bound by the rules of the insurance companies if we go in a fully insured plan. And those rules are set to make sure that that plan has to be financially viable, right? They have to charge enough money to cover their costs. And that includes catastrophic shock claims. Someone's gotta be sitting around with a few hundred thousand dollars to write a, a check for. It typically isn't sitting in every employer's bank account. No, it typically is not. Yeah. Right, and so there is some logic to, to some overcharging to cover those costs. But when it comes to the quality side of it, as with any other situation in your company, in your in managing your organization, which is comprised of people, processes, equipment, you got to do a better job. That's right. And so when we come back from the break here, we're going to talk about how do you do a better job. Now, we've given you the problem. A lot of you already knew the problem. Now we're going to start giving you the solution. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay right there. We've got more. The golden rule. Treat others as you want to be treated. I'm Steve Keeker, and this is one of the founding principles of my firm, Senior Care Consulting. Since 2002, our value statement has included, honor our mother and father, respect our elders, care for those in need, and treat your family as our own. We've been honored to help hundreds of families make one of the most difficult decisions they could ever make, serving them in their greatest time of need. If you're looking for someone who can provide you experienced and objective guidance when searching for a senior care community, reach out today and discover the services of Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. Know your options and choose with care at SeniorCareConsulting.com. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. You can learn more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got a question or comment, send me an email. I am happy to answer them. I get them all the time from people all over the country. If I can help you with anything, I'm more than happy to do that. My producer, Mr. Sean Floyd, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Joining me via the internet on Zoom, Modern Miracle, Gavin Quinez, CEO and founder of U.S. Health Center. All right, so what we're talking about here today is how do you get costs under control if you're an employer? You can't count on the insurance company to do it. You certainly aren't going to be able to count on the hospital assistants and providers to do it. So how do you do it? Well, you do it with the model that we're going to talk about here today that U.S. Health has. And so the website you want to look at is Predictamed, predictamed.com, predictamed.com. This is an AI tool. We're going to get into that today. You've heard a lot about AI, uh, I'm sure, recently. We're going to talk about how Gavin's company takes that and turns that into a reality. And here's the thing I want to impress upon you. This is not a system where we're trying to reduce benefits for employees. It's a system where you actually improve benefits for employees by lowering cost and being able to do more things for your employees that you couldn't do before because you have more money. So we're going to talk about that and, that, and how this works. So, Gavin, let's just start with an overview of U.S. Health and the Predictive Ed program. Now, you know, I've been on your website, spent a fair amount of time up there. Um, just talk about your company and, and you know, what you consider your mission and, and, how you, and how you came to put all this together. Well, our mission is uh, easy to start with. It's to reduce healthcare costs and improve quality of life through the deployment of science, technology, and, and as with any significant problem you can't just solve it with a single answer so technology is a piece advocacy meaning individuals working with other individuals and of course the science is what helps us know who and how and where and why to deploy the technology and uh and the advocacy my experience in coming out of aerospace engineering with a risk-minded uh philosophy approach to problem solving and um and then having to run my own businesses and in the early 90s we started bringing uh to our manufacturing facilities that that i was that i was running as a as an operations person in charge of safety and quality and and uh technology and 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 production uh we started bringing um healthcare professionals to those facilities to assess the quality of health of, of our workers, both as a benefit and as a risk management strategy. Later on, I was able to work with IBM Life Sciences in a similar type of strategy in the pharmaceutical industry. After that um, stint of kind of consulting with companies to do pretty much what we're talking about today, I ran into my uh, partner, Dr. Raymond Gavery, who started what we would call probably the very first direct primary care subscription-based near-site, on-site medical clinics. And he was a medical doctor. So um, the combination of his understanding of what causes disease and my understanding of what causes cost really created U.S. Health. And we are now uh, celebrating 20 years. Um, we founded ourselves in uh, 2003. So we, we've been at this for a long time. We know what works and what doesn't. And the irony of it, Carrie, the sad irony of all of this is 
it's such common sense. Every single organization has safety audits, quality audits, financial audits, compliance audits, you name it, and they take that data and they use it to improve. And yet somehow we don't do that in, in, uh, in our healthcare with our third or sometimes second, maybe first most expensive cost, but of course our most valuable asset. We aren't at the point where robots are doing everything for us, and of course we'll never get there. I've been in AI for over 30 years now, and you know there's benefits and there's there's risks. But when it comes to healthcare, people work with people. When it comes to benefits, people buy from people. That is just the nature of the world. And what we miss in in this industry is just again applying simple common sense. If you know where you are, you then need to can find a better way to, to where you're going. And that's at an individual level, and that's at an at a aggregate or group or population health level. So in essence, what we do is we gather whatever data we can about an individual uh, electronically, could be claims data, could be pharmaceutical data, could be DNA, could be biometric, um, demographic, um, wearable, anything. And we compare that to our AI model that we built now 20 some years ago that addresses the question, what causes disease? So heart disease is different than stroke, breast cancer is different than colon cancer, depression is different than stress, arthritis is different than back conditions, right? We know what those differences are. We know what data to collect to predict the onset of a condition for a given individual, and we represent that risk by condition to the individual in a technology-based app, if you will, um, that tells them exactly what to do, where they're going, why they are there, and that's a piece of the puzzle. Behind that, we wrap um, what most people would understand as uh, care navigation coaching, it's a very specialized, different process, highly personalized, everything we're doing is very personalized. We call it helping the member find their way to their why. So to the average buyer, the average consumer, it looks very much like a very traditional wellness program. Um, yet the primary difference is everything is hyper-personalized and by condition. So just like your doctor isn't gonna write a, a, a script or, or maybe do a diagnosis for tobacco or stress or lack of exercise as an example, but they are going to get paid for treating you if you get cancer. Fee for service, the, Gavin, fee for service. Right. The CEO is going to write a check to the insurance company for a condition, yet somehow we don't communicate that to the individual. We say things like, oh, your BMI is high, your blood pressure is high, your stress is high, but we don't tell them what that's going to lead to. And for a given individual, the same risk factors might lead to, let's say, cancer. And for a similarly situated individual, it might be leading them towards heart disease. And by making them aware of that, you're starting down the road of preventative right. medicine. And that's what we're trying to do here. So when we come back from the break, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go into some of the tools that's available on U.S. Health. And this is really fascinating because this stuff is not complicated. As Gavin just said, it's common sense. All right. And you're going to understand why it's common sense, what's going to surprise 
surprise you is how easy this is to do. What's going to surprise you even more is the impact. And the last piece that's going to surprise you is they guarantee results. Now, that's pretty strong. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. The website is predictamed.com. Predictamed.com. If you want to go up and learn more, it's a great website. Stay there. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. If you want to learn more about us, you can do that by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, Mr. Sean Floyd, on the audio side, on the camera side, Dave Thiessen, is uh, filming all this. It's going to go up on the podcast and YouTube platforms. All right. Joining me again is Gavin Quinez. He is the CEO and founder of U.S. Health, U.S. Health Center. Um, the website, predictamed.com, predictamed.com. Now, I'll, I'll tell you something. Go up on the website. You know the first thing you're going to see? They've got like six awards across the top of their website that they've been given for, for what they have accomplished and the way their program works. It's validation. So you're listening to this. I know you say, oh, well, I got a, I, I got a wellness program. Yeah, you probably do, and you probably got 10% of your people participating in it, which is why they typically don't work. This is a different model, okay? So talk about that validation, Gavin, that, 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 that really kind of, in my opinion, and I've been doing this a long time, 26 years in the health insurance industry, you, you know, your validation validation of this is very, very different from the typical model that we see for the wellness provider. You know, they, they put these tools out there on us, but you, they don't engage the employee or the employer. Talk about the validation of this before we get into the plan. Sure. So we mentioned earlier about our mission, science, technology, and advocacy. The science piece comes in the mathematics that we put together. Uh, Dr. Gabriel worked for, uh, uh, you know, a decade. Uh, to create algorithms that gave us what we need to know about an individual in order to predict the conditions that they're at risk for. Again, that's the aha moment. That's the common sense. That's what we call finding their way to their why. Well, if you think about it from just a you know science experiment standpoint, what we're trying to do and what we are doing is predicting the future. And we're validated to predict disease prior to the periods of symptoms. Well, the only way to prove that is, a, is to have such a vast amount of people that are participating and enough of them participating in a program that frankly, unfortunately, doesn't work for them to obtain or get diagnosed with the condition we predicted they're at risk for. That's a failure rate analysis, right? How many times a break failed? Well, you don't want breaks to fail. So we've been validated to predict that with an accuracy of 80 to 93%. Now that's at the individual level. When it comes to to allocating priorities within a risk management strategy of an employer or an ACO or anybody tearing risk, a captain, for example, you have to think about frequency and severity. And in healthcare, there's a lot of problems diabetes, hypertension, many of them, most of them aren't very expensive. And then you've got those few that are shock claims that are going to blow your, uh, you know, your attachment point. And that's what we want to avoid. So we aggregate the cost uh, according to the known cost of episodes of care. And we've also been validated 
by Intel and GE for the ability to predict the cost. So when we say to, a, to a, an employer risk taker, this is where your problems are, These how, this is how much it's going to cost you, a decision can be made as to where they're going to put their efforts because you can't work on everybody, okay. right? 20% it, of the population. Right. Yeah. 20% of the population produces 80% of the claims. So let, 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 let's go back to this a minute. Claim, you know, right? yeah, yeah, I said this to you uh, uh, earlier. You know, you 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 can't you can't manage what you can't measure. So let's right. go right back to this I'll, and really kind of bring this down for everybody to a level that everybody gets. Okay, if okay. type two diabetes and type one diabetes, there is a diabetes epidemic in this country. It's 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 it goes from kids all the way up to those of us that are chronologically challenged. Okay, because it gets to be more of a more of an issue as you age. Okay, so the question is, if you've got 200 employees, and of that 200 employees, you've got 40 that are diabetic. Okay, they're going to drive your claims costs harder than 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 the typical employee who doesn't have that issue. All right. So now, as Gavin just said, you've identified. I've got 40 people in here that have got type 1 or type 2 diabetes. They've got to have X number of A1C tests a year. They've got to have insulin. They've got to have medications, metformin, whatever it is. We also need to talk to them about their diet and their lifestyle because there's an issue here, all right? So you, you, you bring that to the employer, and then the employer, Gavin, is able to go, yeah, and then you give him a set of things they can do to implement. Let's just keep on diabetes. How does that work? Well, I want to make a very, very important point, Kerry. What you're talking about is retrospective reporting of what conditions exist. Right. What our claim to fame is, is the ability to predict who's going to be at risk for what. Okay. So in your, in your example, the greater impact would be to, of course, manage the conditions that the people have. But more importantly, figure out which of those diabetics are going to have a heart attack. Right. Or going to have, have something unrelated, breast Correct. cancer. Correct. Because I tell you what. You are absolutely going to get somebody under control for their diabetes if they find out they're at risk for breast cancer. Okay. That is the math of it. So the math of it is all about predicting the future. It's why we call ourselves PredictiMed. That's what our validation is in. So it's getting ahead of the disease. It's preventing disease altogether, right? There's two sides of the equation, the demand and the supply. The demand is, is, is how many problems do you have? And if you can reduce that, then you spend less money. And when you do have a claim, the supply chain management philosophy, let's spend money on a stage one cancer instead of a stage four. Right. That's the secret. That's what I mean by common sense. So the tools facilitate that. Now, I want to bring up one more point quick about the 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 awards. The awards are different than the validations. The awards are for care navigation, the ability to take somebody from a different spot and make them better, right? And there's only been three competitions for that in the country for care navigation. We happen to have won them all. And it's the combination of finding the right people to fix to, or to, to, to fix, we call them finding them and fixing them, finding the right people to fix, and then focusing on them in a highly concentrated way. So the traditional ways, you have a specialist for everybody, a tobacco, fitness, nutrition, diabetic educator, and they're all talking to people about the same thing, your diet, your diet, your diet. The member's confused, the employer switches health plans, and oh, by the way, the member loses their relationship, if they even had one. 
So you've got to find a way to catch them, and to catch them is to talk to them about the future. And they all, by the time someone gets to the point of having a risk that warrants effort on their part, on the incentive side of it, on engaging uh, around it in risk management strategy, they're relatively aware. They're at that point in their aging process where they're within five years. And as long as you know, we assume that people are on a risk pool for a couple of years, you gotta also think about who wants to manage risks for someone that's not gonna be on your, on your company. So telling someone there might have a heart attack in 10 years is irrelevant to the individual. It's irrelevant to the risk manager. We need to know in a near term when something's gonna happen and what's gonna happen so we can educate them. So and, and, I know and, and, and the thing there is, and you go back to your example, if you say to this person, the type one diabetic, um, you're at risk to have a heart attack in the next two years. You're going to get their attention, Gavin, because you scared the hell out of them. Okay, I mean, you, yep. you know, but it's reality. Okay, and so if you if you if you predict that model, or or let's say you're type two diabetic, and you say to them, you're going to be a type one diabetic in six months if you don't change what you're doing. Oh, and you're going to have to take insulin, and you're going to need an insulin pump. You're going to need this. You're going to that's going to get somebody's attention. It's going to get them to start paying attention to what they do. So what Gavin's doing is he's telling people before they get to the crisis point that there's going to be a crisis, all right? And then they're going to give them the solution to that crisis. Now, we're coming up on the break here in about a minute, okay? But let's talk real quickly about about how you you connect them to the coach and that coach that works with them. Then we come back from the break. We'll get into some of the other tools. we got about a minute. I've got 30 seconds to do that, but the yep. point is that they go through an assessment activity. It aligns their personal health dashboard to their specific need, right? Their education, their rewards, so forth. And then they work one-on-one with a coach that is assigned to them. And that coach is specifically trained to work on the entire person. It's the medical home in the coaching uh, environment. Same concept. One PCP, one nurse navigator that helps them understand everything they need to know. And then aligning the incentives around that, well, that that's where the you know it really happens. It, and it is a remarkable process. Um, and, and when you come back, there we'll talk more about that process and, and how it works. The website is predictamed.com. Predictamed.com. If you're a broker. Okay, and you're listening to this. Okay, and you 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 know this is a difficult problem right now, especially with the rising costs. As I just read out of that Wall Street Journal piece, you really need to go look at this because it makes an enormous amount of sense. And by the way, they do guarantee their results, which we'll talk about when we come back from the break. Once again, the website is predictamed.com. Predictamed.com. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back with more after the break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. If you have questions or comments, go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Hey, you're the broker or, or you're in the TPA and you know you've got a wellness program that's really not doing the job, but you've got employers that are struggling with these costs, go up and tell your, your the rest of the people, tell your boss, tell some of the other brokers, go to the podcast platform, listen to this show, all right? So you can, you can exp- let somebody else understand how this works. This is a very different model using AI, which is what we just described in that last segment. What they do, I haven't seen anybody 
anybody that's doing this the way they're doing it. And they have the results, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. So the website is predictamed.com, predictamed.com. They'll be happy to chat with you. Send them an email. Go up on the website. Do the contact piece, and they'll be happy to consult with you. If you're a TPA, same thing, okay? You want a better way to help control costs for your clients, this is it. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what what is that what does that look like you you engage with a group that's like 100 200 employees whatever it is um, they put the full program in place they run it for a year what are we looking at just some ballpark idea gavin of what we're looking at in terms of reduced cost and management across the board well again we spoke earlier uh and this darner gives me chills because the irony is so funny about how simple this is so I don't care uh, if you go to the Olympic Village, they're gonna have 20% of the population that's walking around with a condition that's diagnosable within the next couple of years. That's the math of it. Now, you know, healthcare gets normal, by normally normal at about 400 people. So yeah, your 150 people group might be a little different, but after that, it, we're all pretty much the same. So given the fact that there are 20% of the population walking around with musculoskeletal, oncology, what I call the metabolics, diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, and then mental nervous, they all, everyone's gonna have something in that category before we go on to the next you know, life. And in that situation, it's about finding them and fixing them and, and so, when we assess the individual, we're gonna to share to that member where they are in their progression of pathology that we're, again, all gonna face. So because of the fact that we're working with such a large percentage, 20%, we are gonna find in a case of 200 people, you know, 10, 20, 30 people that, are, that need to learn a little bit more about their health. And that is the fact that they're facing something that they probably are aware of to some degree. Maybe, maybe they're maybe not. Group. Yeah. Well, but I mean, generally, when you get to the point of we got to do something, or you really need to start working on things, it's beyond no, oh, just stop eating less cookies. It's I'm getting what Grandpa and my coworkers have. Right. right. That's kind of it, right? So that aha moment, what we call finding their way to their why. Why do I need to see the doctor? Why do we need to work my lifestyle? That's the only two things people have to do. Everyone's got to do it. It's a matter of how and where and when. So, you know, when we come to the outcomes, if you can get one large claim, one cancer, one heart disease, one catastrophic depression, one back surgery off the risk pool, you're going to get your money back. So the return can be, I can show you programs where you're going to get 27 to 1 return on a back injury prevention program or heart disease prevention program. The fact that the conditions that are gonna cost the most money are also the fewest cats to herd allow you to focus your efforts. So in, when, you, when you look at it like any other problem, you've got a lot of problems out there. Some might be nuisance, some might be things that need a great deal of attention. What we're gonna try to do is help the organization focus on that and, and you know we do that in an aggregate see, uh, private manner we know who's going to have what condition when and and when we reach out to the individuals with rewards incentives and and so forth accordingly aligned with the organization's culture 
we're going to have an impact. Now, this doesn't have to be that expensive. Um, there are ways for our program to be completely no cost, leveraging some of the opportunities that we have in our tax code to do that. There are also ways to, you know, bill it as a claim um, and, and means like that. So it doesn't have to be very expensive. But the return on the investment can be very, very significant. But I got to tell you, you got to focus on the big problems like anything else. You got to focus on the fact that there are cancers out there and heart diseases in addition to the diabetes and hypertensives. One cancer case will take the cost weight of 25 or 30 hypertensives or diabetics. That, that's remarkable, especially when you frame it like that. Okay. So, so you, you know, what you're saying is you said you have less cats to herd. You know, if, if in that 20%, you've got 7% or 8% that are those people, and you can go knock those off the board. If you can knock that $250,000 cancer claim out, if you can, if you can knock out that $300,000 open heart surgery um, by saying that, hey, you're on the road to be here if we don't do something now, that's going to get somebody's attention. Um, and and you're giving them a path forward with people that are going to work with them to change that because nobody wants to have to go through that. If you say to somebody, you're on the road to this particular situation with an open heart surgery, do you know what an open heart surgery is? You know what they're going to do to you? You know the recovery time for that? You know the pain and the hell you're going to go through? You probably got their attention. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, as we're coming up on the end of the show, here. That's why I do these kinds of broadcasts, okay? I guarantee you that 90% of you out there in this audience, whether you're brokers or TPA people or an employer, have never heard of anything like this, all right? Uh, and, and you know, AI is, is a really big deal. I just saw the other day where Elon Musk, Benjamin Netanyahu from Israel is meeting with Elon Musk. What are they meeting about? They're meeting about AI, okay? So, this is what's coming. It's already here, okay? This is what Gavin's company, you U.S. Health has has done. This is th this is the program that works, and it's a program that makes sense. Okay, and if you're interested in this, you want to learn more about it, you can go to the website predictamed.com predictamed.com just ask fill up the contact sheet they'll they'll get with you learn something that can make a big difference you want to have an impact you the broker you want to have an impact out there with your employer this is how you do it this is the way that makes sense and make a lot of sense thank you for doing this today this was great i got a feeling we're going to do some more of these this is this is this is a pretty We'd good love to. yeah it's a great topic and now ladies and gentlemen i'll leave you with this thought from albert einstein the one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone will likely find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.